Welcome to episode two of the Entrepreneur's Roundtable Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Jared Elrod, and today is a very exciting episode. Today is an awesome episode. So I told you in the first episode that this is like a rebirth of an old podcast by the same name, and I, me and a couple of buddies would essentially have entrepreneurs on. We'll start off as us interviewing or just talking amongst ourselves on topics, but then as time went on, and we couldn't always get our schedules together, we started having other, and we built a group up, uh, we, we started having other people, entrepreneurs from the, the round table come on, and that kind of became the format where Mike and I would interview them uh, after Gideon dropped off. And I'm very excited that for today's episode, we have a guest. Yes, that's right. We have none other than Jay Vix. Jay Vix is the only entrepreneur from the roundtable I have met in real life. He's the second one, unless you count, it depends on how you look at it. He also might be the first one because Gideon and I met, we went to a conference together. We met up and uh, down in San Diego, California, but that was before the roundtable. So once we formed the roundtable, Jay Vix is the first one I met. It was right after I moved out to Virginia. I'd been here for about three months, and he lived in Virginia as well. And we got together and hung out. And at the time, he was doing a lot of um, mobile marketing for companies, you know, text messaging, that kind of stuff. And as you're about to find out, he's moved into chatbots, which is costing me a lot of sleep <laughs> since we recorded this episode. Um, I've kind of become obsessed a little bit with chatbots, and it was something I got kind of into about six months ago, but at the time, no, a little longer than that, about a year ago, whenever it was, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to say a year ago, then it's like chatbots haven't, well, been around that long, which I think they've been since 2016. But anyways, I digress. Uh, and I kind of dropped it because one, there wasn't really a lot about them, so it's kind of confusing. And two, I didn't actually have anything to promote. I didn't have my photography business going at the time, and I wasn't trying to uh, do any online courses at the time. Um, I wasn't doing a whole lot of, uh, maybe a little bit of copywriting on the side, but you know I wasn't really trying to do marketing for that. That was just kind of word of mouth. So I didn't have a whole lot of, I got into it a little bit and kind of dropped it. But now that I got things going again, um, he is perfect timing because I just ran an ad where I was kind of doing something like this and I need to automate it because I had a huge response to my ad of leads it was taking forever to follow up with him. And I'm, so I'm asking him, you'll hear me on this. I'm asking him from, from the perspective of a photographer, but also just from the perspective of a service-based business. And we talked about uh, like retail and stuff like that, e-com a little bit, but I kept coming back to examples for service-based businesses and specifically uh, a photography business, practical ways to use this. How can we use this to drive leads into our business? So if you have a service-based business, you know, if you're, uh, especially in the wedding industry, there's going to be some amazing stuff in this for you. Uh, it's going to be a great episode. I'm super excited. So let's jump right into it. Where we're having a lot of success is in trying to think out of the box. So instead of just like running an ad and getting people to click on it, it's more of like, what do we want them to do? So like, you know, running polls or doing calculators or quizzes or interactive. I mean, bots are supposed to be interactive. So if yeah. you could come up with a, a unique way to, to be interactive, but what we're really finding it is it's an amazing way to build a list. Mm, so, 
you know, um, we have a, an estate sale company, and I'm going to move into the estate sale niche this year, big time. Like okay. that, I'm going to I'm going to really go after companies that promote estate sales because I've got a company in Southern Virginia. I don't know why I never thought of this. Everybody always says, "Oh, pick a niche, pick a niche," and I'm like, "Screw that! I'm taking whatever I can get." Right? Yeah. Um, well, three years ago, I started working with an estate sales company, and uh, we have built this process and documented these processes and systems. And every time he's putting on an estate sale, like somebody dies and they want him to sell all their, their the family needs to sell all the stuff or whatever. So he puts on this estate sale and he hired me to do the marketing for it. So I have this documented thing, like this entire step-by-step -step thing that I, everything I do for him, it includes Facebook ads and, and updating the website and driving traffic. And we've added this element of a bot. And what we're able to do is we're growing this list of people who, when he wants to say, hey, I got another sale coming up, we can broadcast that out to people on Facebook Messenger. And the open and read and click-through rates are insane yeah. versus email. Um, we do email, too, and we do text. You know, we do all these outbound methods, but the the engagement is so high with these chatbots because people, I mean, face it, that little... You know, on your phone, you get the little, uh, like, little headshot thing pops up on your mm -hmm. your phone, and it's got a, a red one on it, and it's yeah. like, oh, I got a message, you know? Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Um, yeah. Just from the few that, like, I kind of signed up for, and then uh, going on, I went on to the, is it WeBot or WeChat that you said? I went on there, and I set up the account. Oh, ManyChat. ManyChat. Yeah, and ManyChat. And just looking through their sales page and then going through their process, it really reminds me of, you know, Gary Vee spiel about like, oh, remember like email back in like every time you got an email, you, you checked it, you checked every single email before mm -hmm. the marketer screwed it up. And I was looking at it, I go, wow, this is, this is email 20 years ago. This is like this window of like, it's going to be like hundred percent open rates. And then like 10 years from now, it's going to be like, Hey, remember back That's, when messaging worked? <laughs> but yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a trend and it's a, and it's a, um, it's gonna die eventually, but uh, Ryan Dice from DigitalMarketer.com, mm -hmm. he has referred to messenger messenger bots as the new autoresponder. So it's funny that yeah. you say that. Yeah, and, and it, it was and, funny because I, uh, you know, I pride myself on being, you know, pretty pretty savvy with setting up all that kind of stuff. And so I go on there, and it's like, what's your um, your expertise level and it's like oh i'm just getting started with this i'm like no no i'm advanced i do like autoresponders and stuff and it goes uh it was like uh basic knowledge autoresponder i was like oh man and so is that my skills are getting that rusty i'm just basic now <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> they have a um they have a new agency partner uh platform that they're rolling out soon and lucky for me is I've been building bots for six or seven months, but I had to like take a test and do all this stuff with them. And the test mm -hmm. was a bunch of bogus BS stuff, I think. I mean, it was, I failed it three times before I passed it. And I'm like, I'm, these answers are, I wrote them. I wrote the company. I was so <laughs> mad. I was like, these answers are right. Your questions are flawed. Yeah. And they were like, which questions? And I'm like, like four of them. And I wrote them and they're like, all right, we'll take a look at them. And I don't know if they changed them or not, but That's I eventually fine. passed the test and, uh, I don't know what the partner plan entails, but I have like 20 clients that I nice. manage their messenger bots for, and it's unruly in their current system. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping that there's like a, a more streamlined way to manage clients and, yeah. and stuff eventually. But I'm I'm in it for the long haul. I mean, it's definitely um, 
uh, a, a big piece of my business right now. So that's cool. Well, that's yeah. that's kind of like a, a quick little introduction, but let's jump back for a second and kind of. Um, clearly I know who you are and anyone from yep. the group, which, um, if you're not part, if you're listening to this, you're not part of the group, uh, go, go check it out. Entrepreneurs Roundtable. It's a private group because, um, you guys were irritating Gideon. <laughs> so he made it a secret group actually. So I think you probably have to message one of us to get it. I think I'm gonna change it to, to close that way, but you can actually search it and find it and then get in. But anyways, uh, long story short, we're really, really big jerks if you're um, a jerk. So I, I say that uh, <laughs> a forewarning, don't come in to like drop links because uh, we have a couple of attack dogs and they will get you. Um, anyways, all no, I'm no saying, names, Nick Berry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, it's become an adjective the last time it happened because it hasn't happened in a while because we've kind of cleaned it up, the group up. And the last time it happened, someone just, I don't know, they got in like a couple years ago and haven't said anything and decided to like drop a link and someone was like hey i had this accomplishment and someone was like that's awesome here's my and like it was totally like a spammy thing um and i was like oh you got nicked because he actually like went in and grabbed him <laughs> was like that's that's my thing now but um, now that's we just need amazing. a gift to, to add in there when it's like you know you got nicked but anyways if you're not part of that group um just give maybe uh, introduce yourself and talk a little bit about you and how what, what you were doing and kind of um your progression of how you've gotten kind of consumed by uh these chatbots yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Well, I, first of all, I will say that um, I, I, I don't know when I joined in the group, but it was pretty early on. Um, and uh, it, it really inspired and motivated me. Uh, my background uh, was web development and sales. And um, back in 2012, I started a side hustle and uh, I, I started doing text message marketing and I built mobile apps for some local businesses. And uh, I was using some, some platforms to do it. And I picked up a couple of clients, but of course I still had to work full time. And you know, I got a wife and now kid and two dogs. And, and uh, we, um, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't enough to pay the bills. Pretty much the, the same progression as anybody else. You know, start, start this little side hustle and see where it takes you. And it just grew and grew and grew. In 2015, um, some people had asked me, "Oh, can you do website? Can you build a website?" And I knew WordPress a, a bit, and and I was I really got into that. And and then, can you manage my social media? And I'm really learning Facebook's in and outs. And and it's the the thing that digital marketing sucks. Let me tell you that right away. It's my <laughs> it's my career. It sucks. It, it it is it is always changing. It's never ending. It's always evolving. It's fast. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm learning new things every day. And I feel like if I take a week off, that I'm I'm like a month or two behind. Yeah. And, and so it's a blessing and a curse. But in 2015, we moved to Southern Virginia. My wife uh, moved. We moved to her hometown, and. Um, I went there with her without a job, uh, and I was contracting for a company, but I told my wife, I'm like, hey, uh, I think I want to make JVI Mobile Marketing like my full-time thing. And she's like, listen, as long as our personal money doesn't have to, like, as long as you're not taking money from our personal checking account to fund your business, is like, if the business is sustainable on its own, I don't care what you do. And I was like, all right, deal. So my mission from day one was like, all right, don't touch personal money. Just make the business pay for whatever business wants to buy. Like yeah. make sure we can pay for it. That's cool. And um, so it, it's people have asked me to do a lot of things over time. I mean, I've, I've, I manage several e-commerce stores uh, through a Shopify partnership and I manage a bunch of websites and um, we still do text message marketing. We don't do apps for businesses anymore. We phased that out last year in 2018. 
Um, and I think we've replaced it with, with Facebook Messenger marketing. Um, but, uh, but it's been good. The agency's good. It's just me. I've had some contractors and I have some helpers along the way and things that I can outsource. But for the most part, it's, it's just me. I'm hiring right now. I'm, I'm in the process of trying to hire um, somebody to actually work on site with me. Um, okay. outsource, outsourcing is for the birds, like remote. That I don't know how people, God bless people who can manage <laughs> a team of people somewhere else. I can't do it. I need somebody with me. Um, and I've got a person that I just brought on also to help me find some salespeople um, uh-huh. for some of the for some of the services that are like more hands off. Um, I don't really need a lot more hands on clients. Like I, I kind of got quiet in the entrepreneurs roundtable group because I I kind of and um, I've spread myself too thin too often. Mm-hmm. So usually you'll see me kind of come back and chime in and get in the threads and stuff kind of when I'm like trying to get refocused um, yeah. because the group seems to be kind of like a home base for me to refocus a lot. So that's, I come and go and it all depends on what's going on in my life. That's cool. So that's just, just for the kind of like the audience listening. So I, and I met, you're the, uh, not counting Gideon, which I met before the round table. Mm-hmm. You're the only roundtabler that I've actually met in person. In person? Yeah. So, and I was like, Gideon and I got together. We met um, down in San Diego and we went to a conference together and we, we split the cost of a room and whatnot, which is a whole other funny story. They gave us one bed and it was this whole mix up. They thought we were a couple and, <laughs> and all this stuff. It was, uh, it was this whole, it was funny. Um, and so I met him, but then I don't think at that point I had started the roundtable yet. I think it was after that because how the whole thing started, and this is going to be episode two of the relaunch and then so the old episodes will get, be getting put out as, as well so I'm still working that out but um, I talked about in the last episode how it, the whole thing started between me and Gideon talking and then me and Mike talking and then I'd be telling Mike what me and Gideon talked about and I'd be telling Gideon what me and Mike talked about and I was like and they'd never met uh, Mike was a past client of mine and Gideon I don't oh Gideon I knew from uh, Noah's group okay. and, and that's how the whole thing started and so then um, when I first moved out to Virginia about three years ago, three uh, or so years ago, is when you were like, "Hey, let's get together," and and we met at Dunkin' Donuts, I think. Dunkin' Donuts, just in uh, outside, and it was by where you are in Hen- Henrico County, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it was just up on the. I'm on the east end. It was up on the west end, um, okay. and so I had no clue where it was at the time. I had to like put yeah. it in GPS. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I just got here a couple months ago. Uh, and no, so we met for the first time at the time. It was you were really into or the the Ryan Dice stuff, and you were um, just pain i think to have your assistant go through all of his marketing stuff yep. and then it was yep. a couple years later maybe a year and a half later so i did some copywriting for you um when you were doing your your mobile stuff and mm-hmm. then i haven't really we haven't really talked i haven't really heard much from you since then so that's why i totally i was totally surprised when you said the chatbots but i'm like cool let's jump into it let's talk about chatbots so awesome. um yeah you said you've got some notes i know i've got some notes uh why i guess i'll just start off with like you know, there's so many things to set up, right? Like there's the email, this, there's this and that. If you're not someone who's a digital marketer who just loves this stuff, um, why spend the time? Like it sounds complicated. Like why should I go and for my business, my service business or whatever, non-digital marketing business, why should I take the time to set this up and really, is it going to be worth it? Like what are the benefits going to be? Like what's the point of it? Okay. Uh, And the first question I would ask somebody that came to me that, that said that, um, 
is why is any of this worth it? Like, what is your why for doing this? I mean, would, do you see a value in, in communicating with potential customers? You know, like, mm. do you see a value in email? Do you see a value in texting them? Do you see a value in picking up the phone and calling them? Like, what is your, how have you reached out and, and how have you talked about your services and offerings in the past? And is that, you know, do, is that something you want to continue with? And, and, I, and I think the, the overwhelming majority of small business owners would say, well, of course, you know, they, they need some way to, to communicate. So um, setting up these bots or setting up email or setting up any type of digital marketing is, of course, um, you have to go where your customers are uh, these days mm -hmm. and they're going to be online. Uh, so, you know, if, if you want to communicate with them, it seems like uh, I was just looking at some stats on um, chatbots versus email, and by no means, nothing in this, in anything I would say, would be a poo-poo on email or text. Um, I, I like to say that messenger marketing should be used in synergy with email and text, but as a way to communicate with clients, potential clients, past clients, you're, and you you could probably vouch for this, but let me <clears throat> let me turn this back on a, a question on you. But would you agree? Um, email email open rates. I'm showing an average of 16.75, and I've seen. I think I think it skews a little higher than that. I think it's closer to 20% on average. But but where would you say an average B2C email might might land you in the open rates? Yeah, I mean that sounds pretty accurate. I mean, right. that's that's why I think people started switching over to the this, this series is because they're trying to keep them. Because otherwise, you're going to open like one in ten emails if you, if they don't hook you in a story. Right, an engagement story. Yeah, right. Like like a Seinfeld story mm -hmm. or a, or a, a, some some type of sequence. Right. And then the click through rate. If you put some links in there, um, two to three, two to four, maybe five percent. If it's really really good, salacious copy. Right, maybe. That sounds about Better. right. Yeah. Okay. Messenger, eighty to eighty-five percent open rates, fifty to sixty click-through rates, and a forty-five percent response rate. Um, the reason, and again, I'm not even poo-pooing on email. I think there's still a huge need and value for email, and of course, good copywriters, which mm -hmm. I'm. I'm not the greatest copywriter. Um, it, but one of the things that I found with Facebook is because they push, it pushes right to your phone. Um, it gives you that alert. It's very interruptive mm -hmm. and it's very short. You're able to just ask a quick question. Hey, I've got a quick question for you and give them, they don't even have to type a reply. You can give them buttons right in their uh, messenger. Mm -hmm. Yes, no, or I like this, I don't like this. You can opt them out, you can opt them in. It's just simple to opt in and out. Just give them a button or just say type the word stop. Um, but it's very quick, it's very short, and you can get through that funnel and that life cycle in a fraction of the time that you can through other other methods. I would say text is probably um, second as far as fastest and highest response. Um, but uh, again, every time every time I say, if you're gonna communicate with customers, I think you, you wanna have some type of strategy where you might not always include text, but I, I always say email and messenger combined is a deadly is deadly force right now. Yeah, and the thing I've noticed with messenger, just from the few that I've signed up on, 
Um, it's less offensive than text messaging. Like if I opt into a, a text messaging thing and then I forget about it, like let's say maybe I opt in, I get a download link or I do a webinar, whatever it is. And then like a couple weeks goes by and I, I'm not going to my phone and saying, you know, ABC marketing, whatever, or whatever the thing is like, you know, like I, so I get a text and it's like, Hey, so such, and I think, and it's just like a friend, it's my mom. Like I don't even get that many texts. So I'm thinking it's important. Right. And so I look at it. I'm like, what is that? Why are you texting me? Like, I don't remember that I signed up for this two weeks ago for something to right. download a book versus with the messenger. Like I, I realize, like I can see, Oh, that's right. I signed up for it. I can clearly see that it's a bot. I can click and that, you know, I can unsubscribe easily, but because it's so easy to unsubscribe, I'm like, I'll unsubscribe next time they message me. I'm just going to check out this time. Sure. Uh, and it's just, it's just less offensive. And I'm yeah. like, Oh, and, and I'll get around to it. And I, it's like, a, for me at least, it's been a hundred percent um, open rate because even if I, I try not to, like you can't, it's irritating. You can't leave that there. Right. So I've had it where I'm like, Oh, I don't want to, I don't like, I, I'm on Grant Cardone's right now. And, and it's irritating. Like he's like trying to sell me like a $2 jillion diamond seat in like his conference. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to your conference. Um, and I keep, but I, because it's so easy to opt out, I haven't yet. And every time I get one, I'm like, I'm not interested at all. I need to, I need to opt out of this next time, next time I'll get around to it. You know? So mm-hmm. I'm not at all offended by it. So it seems again, it, like, this window right now, and I don't know if it's, a two year, 10 year window or whatever, but it seems to be super effective. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, we, we, we have a, I'm working with a, a, a company right now and I can't say the name of it. They actually literally won't let me talk. I'm, I'm, they want me to sign paperwork. It's a big franchise. We're working with a couple of those locations. One is set up and now we're talking with three other locations, but I guess they have like 200 locations. And I, the, the, the question they've asked is like, where is this going to be like two or three or four years from now? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I'm honestly, I don't know. I, it, maybe it'll involve, evolve into something better mm-hmm. uh, or maybe it'll just be completely different. I mean, who knows where Facebook's going to be two or three or four years from now or Instagram or, you know, how the social landscape is going to continue to change. I don't know, but I'm like, right now, if you want to communicate with people and maybe let let somebody be the twenty four seven salesperson that you can't be or don't have the time to be, yeah, uh, this is a really good way to do it. Um, sure. So so I agree. It's it's um it's really not offensive. And the other thing is the the way it would become offensive, and maybe Grant Cardone is becoming offensive in in the way he's using them, but it's about building relationships it's like anything else. Like why would you build a whole email sequence? You want people to get to know you, like you and yep. trust you. Well, don't, don't take a different attitude with messenger marketing, you know, and Facebook has some pretty strict rules too. Like if you haven't with Grant Cardone's thing, like if you haven't engaged with his bot in over 24 hours, the next message you get from him should not include an offer. Like the very first message he sends you should not be to sign up or buy or do something like that. So that's if it, okay. If so it is, he's breaking a rule. No, no. So that makes sense because, um, like, I won't like you said. It, the twenty four hours has passed, and I'll get some. It's a question. Like, yeah. Do you X Y Z? Yes, no, and I'll click yeah. yes or no, and then he's like, Oh, I have a webinar coming up. You click on the link, and it's like forty nine dollars to register for the webinar. And then like 12 hours later, it's like, hey, by the way, just want to let you know, here's a deal on my 
diamond whatever like i keep making fun of that thing because i've gotten so many he's everywhere at this growth conference three or whatever (laughs) so that makes sense that's why if i haven't heard from him for a while he starts with a question and then once i engage then he can tell me about this other offer he has that's right and and that facebook's real strict about that and and you're actually allowed one follow-up message outside of that 24-hour window that Mm -hmm. could be promotional in nature but facebook's really um, getting strict. As a matter of fact, now they want you to go into, if you manage a Facebook business page, mm-hmm. they want you to go into the settings of that business page and verify that you agree to their, like you have to take this extra step and get approval okay. to be able to send uh, messenger, to do messenger marketing on behalf of a business page. So Facebook, okay. Facebook is really doing what they see the flaw or the potential flaw and the holes in why this could be a really, yeah, spammy marketing method and they're trying to circumvent that in any way possible and I, I give them credit for that i think that's it's cool because it gives marketers a chance to really be impactful without being jerks yeah no that makes sense yeah because i remember for a lot i mean I, I think it's probably uh well even still now like you know a lot of people uh, complain about ads on facebook i'm like look I don't mind like everyone's like data collection, data collection. I was like, and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't, I don't mind because I remember, especially when the people are a few years younger than me. Um, cause I got like right in on the beginning of like what we would consider like normal internet usage. We'd be at school, we'd be on break and we'd be on websites and stuff like that. It was, er, you know, early, not super geeky, um, version of the net. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting like super inappropriate ads there. It was always like, like penis enlargement or buy a, how to buy a $500,000 home for, you know, like $2,000. I'm like, I'm 17. Like, what are you doing? Like I'm at school and like, it was so irritating. And so when the Facebook stuff came around, I've always been a big fan because of it was tailored to it. And, and I think one of the reasons that's lasted so long to where even now, even though it's not as much we're used to, like my shopping was like, Go to Amazon, look at something, come back. When it pops up on the right side of Facebook, click it, buy it. Like I was almost in a period of, of like, you know, like I'll get to it later and I'm not even going to go back to Amazon. It's going to be when Facebook reminds me on the side back, you know, when it was primary desktop. Yep. But because they, they spent so much time, like no supplement pills, no, they're very, um, very strict on what you could, you could do. And they'd shut your account down. You couldn't get ads approved for like a whole bunch of like, even a lot of fitness stuff was really regulated because they didn't want spammy stuff where people were feeling taken advantage of. So I think maybe they're doing the same thing where they're like, okay, this could be like a two year free for all, but maybe if we really regulate it, we can turn this into like a decade of messenger bots or whatever it is yeah. they're hoping for. I, I don't know. That's I think my you're guess. Right. I, no, I think you're right. And I think, it, it, and, and that correlates I, back in 2000 and like four, five, six, um, you know, there was MySpace, right? Mm-hmm. So I, my, I had MySpace, man. Right. And look at the downfall of MySpace. But here, I remember having a, a I, I vividly remember having a conversation with somebody. I know exactly where I was. My, my, my wife and I weren't married yet. It was her house. We were engaged. And it had to be 2006. And maybe we were still just dating. I don't know if we were engaged yet. And I was talking with somebody because with MySpace, everything was like tags. Everything mm. was using tags. And I remember having a conversation with somebody saying, man, if this guy Tom from MySpace could put all these tags in a database, he would have so much information on people. And then he could like open up that data to businesses <laughs> who could market to people, you know, and you see where I'm going with this. Yeah. And like, you would have all, be, you'd be able to d- deliver the right ads to the right person at the right time. And then, you know, it was, and then of course, 
you know, I, I think the downfall of MySpace was giving everybody the ability to make their own profiles, whatever blingy color they it wanted. And, and it got, it got, it got so hideous. Yeah. Right. And, and unreadable and unviewable and just got ugly. So anyway, when Facebook came out and it was just this nice, clean, perfect, nice fonts, everything's laid out right. It's symmetric. It's beautiful. Right. You couldn't do anything with, but you couldn't do anything <laughs> except poke people. Right. You could just poke people and wave at them. But, but, what they did was all those things that people were interested in, all those, you know, quote unquote tags, mm -hmm. you know, Facebook harnessed that as interests and allowed it to be a real viable marketing platform. Yeah. And it's, it's here to stay. I mean, I, I, I say, I don't know what, you know, two, three, four years ago from now with what's going to happen, but you know, and I don't know about messenger marketing, but, um, but Facebook is an ad platform. And, and of course with Instagram, especially if you have visual, I mean, it's that's a juggernaut right now. I mean, mm -hmm. especially especially if you can set up an Amazon store to kind of coincide, like you said, somebody visits your Amazon store, and next thing you know, you're retargeting them on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You get them back. Damn. I mean, that's that's powerful. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. So I have a question. It's it's kind of um. So I over the holidays I was traveling and I was kind of dabbling with some ads a little bit. Um. For, I, so what I've kind of gotten into is photography, and that's what I've what I've kind of switched over to. I, I alluded in the beginning of this that uh, I've, I've kind of been away because I was in between stuff, and um and so I'm jumping back in everything uh, with my photography business, and um so I did some ads, and it actually I was kind of testing it, and I ended up getting for like 15 bucks, I got like 22 leads, I think. Um, that was great. And so here's my question, because I know this could be done a lot better, and I, I actually kind of got myself into a hole, because what I did is, so I put in an ad for free engagement shoot. So go, and the, the whole idea is to go from free engagement shoot, build the relationship, book the wedding type thing. Um, and it worked well. <laughs> but what I did is I, was, I, I used the message feature, and, where they would message me, uh, mm -hmm. Rather than because what I've used in the past is I've I've been using like where they they fill out the lead, but then mm -hmm. I'd have to like copy that and I'd call them or whatever, and and so I was like, let me try this message thing, and it worked really well, and I was able to set up three options. So like, because I'm putting out this ad right, like free engagement shoot, so I was able to have they could choose from three options, and it was like, what's the catch? Uh, I'm ready. When can I schedule a time? And something else, another option. I'm kind of you know, three mindsets. And again, it's just, it just kind of a test to see how it went. And I, I got like 22 sent in and probably 97% of them chose one of those. There was a couple of them, maybe like one or two that typed in their own thing. Mm -hmm. And so my question is, was that, was that dabbling with chatbots or was that separate? Because kind of what I'm, I'm thinking about this now after I was expecting like three or four people to message me, mm -hmm. not 22. So then it took me like a while to go back and follow up. And I'm just saying the same things over and over. And I was like, man, if I could do this over in a perfect world, what I need to do is when they click one of those three options, they get uh, with a chatbot, they on. get the response. All right. I lost you for a second there, but okay. You're okay. back. You're back. So those three options, rather than responding to every single person, manually or you know like predicted or the the save text type thing um and I'm, I'm guessing now this is in the realm of chatbots i wanted you to kind of walk me through this my thought process is when they clicked one of those three options the chatbot answered the question and then gave the link to sign up for their time and then only after they, they get the link like my, my calendarly link and then after they book it creates a lead in my lead management 
software, sends out the questionnaire. I do a questionnaire ahead of time. Only after I get that questionnaire do I actually then jump in and like try to text or call them to try to start building that relationship. Um, and that seems like that would be a job for chatbots, I'm guessing, yeah, to I do all that. It. Yeah. So let me let me kind of paint this picture for you. And I, and I think this will really help somebody who might be listening who might want to learn more about practical use of a chatbot. Cool. Um, so Facebook does give you that ability to sort of dabble with the chatbot right in their own platform, mm -hmm. right? Um, I don't really like to use Messenger as the engagement uh, channel so much. Okay. Uh, I like to, um, you, you have the option for engagement or messages. Like mm -hmm. those are your two options when you boost a post. Like do you want engagement or do you want messages? And, and you can choose messages as the objective. I like choosing engagement. What I do with a chatbot and what I would do if I were doing designing your perfect chatbot and if yeah. you if you if you want to design this and need help with ManyChat, you know, I'll I'll help you. But cool. if you ran that ad and you optimized it for engagement and you kept your targeting the same, you didn't change anything because you know that the right people are are coming in. Now, real but quick, you, when you say yeah. engagement, so if they if I click message, they're literally messaging me. Engagement, are they engaging with the ad itself? Is that what you mean? Yes. Okay. So yes, and I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on that. Okay, so cool. uh, Facebook is gonna show the ad to people who are likely to send you a message when you choose the messenger objective. Mm -hmm. Facebook is gonna show your ad more likely to people who are or more likely going to engage with your ad, whether it's a, a comment or a like or a share, uh, if you choose the engagement method. Okay. All right. Or objective engagement objective. I like to choose the engagement objective, and then in my chatbot, when I build the chatbot, I use what's called the comment growth tool. Okay. So ManyChat allows you to say, if someone comments on this post, send them a message. Okay. So in my copy, I might say, hey, know someone who's getting married? Tag, or are you getting married, or whatever your copy is, tag them or comment me in the comments. Okay. And I had a lot of that, by the way. Did you? So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I was getting messages and I also had people tagging. I had a couple say me, but mostly it was people tagging other people. And then I did a second, just a boosted post. And I had a lot of people because I said, tag if you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. Tag, and I had that exact thing happen where people were either saying me or tagging friends' names. So I had a lot of that as well. Perfect. So when you tag somebody in the comments, you're still commenting. It's mm -hmm. still a comment. You're just t putting a, a name in there, yes. right? So it's still a comment. So you can actually have your bot trigger every single time. So it'll be an automated response every time somebody comments. So you're bringing those people into your list every okay. time somebody comments. Those people are becoming subscribers to your bot. Okay. Whether they're getting married or their friend is that they tagged, that person's gonna get a message. So the very first thing I would hit them with when they tag their friend, the very first message I would say, hey, um, are you looking for an engagement shoot or do you? is it for a friend, mm. right? And then say, meet myself or a friend. And then you can kind of build this whole funnel and so if it's for, for themselves, you could then ask your three questions, mm -hmm. you know, or you, what is, is this, whatever you, you had, those yeah. three questions. And then depending on what they choose there, you can either send them another message or ask them another question or kind of drive them through this funnel. And remember, this has taken place in like 10 seconds because they're on Messenger. It's yeah. click, clicking a button and the next thing pops up. And you could put delays that show like you're typing. But I still, I always say, 
tell people you're a bot. Don't make them yeah. think you're they're dealing with a human. Um, but um, then what you can do, because you said you use Calendly, you can put your Calendly link in there. You can also integrate with Zapier. Mm-hmm. But ManyChat itself has integrations with MailChimp and Google Spreadsheet or Google Sheets. Oh, okay. So you can actually take all this contact information and Im- and have it automatically sync with a Google Sheet, which can then tie in or use Zapier to say, all right, anytime somebody does this, does this action in ManyChat, I want them to go into my Calendly automatically, automate that whole process. And then when you can, you know what I mean? You see where I'm going, you can automate that whole thing. And then when it gets to a certain point, it can trigger something to you to say, all right, you need to get in and respond or call somebody or tech, you know, talk to somebody or yeah. do that. So you can automate that whole process. Um, I have a company I re- referenced earlier. That's what they're doing. They're asking people a series of questions, finding out where they are. And then when it gets to this certain point, it texts the owner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, somebody's on Facebook and they're ready to buy right now. Yeah. You know, and he gets probably three of those a day. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's like, oh, I love it. You know, I want to do this for other companies. Um <laughs> So with, but Facebook itself doesn't give you the ability to, to build out that funnel. They just give you some like couple of options and then that's it. You got to go in and manually take over at that point. So by using a chatbot system, you can actually take people through this funnel, have, have your data go to your CRM, um, or other, other automation tools and let you know when it's time for you to actually jump in when they need human assistance. The best part about that, one of the questions you should always ask with the chatbot system is, hey, Facebook gave us your email address and it's listed below. If that's the best one, click on it. And Facebook will actually put their email address in if they've listed it. So you don't even have to ask them to type their email address into a form anymore. You're like, you're like, collect. And then I always have that go over to MailChimp. You know, um, a lot of my clients use MailChimp for their email because it's small businesses. Um, so then they, they just automatically syncs with MailChimp. So then we want to send a broadcast message out later. We've got all these people that we can follow up with. And there's autoresponders and sequences built in, too. Yeah, because then they could uh, that could send them off to uh, automation sequence about, like, you know, if they say, yeah, I'm, I just got engaged or whatever, you know, that whole, what at this point, <laughs> a few years ago, it was cutting edge. This point is kind of right. that... And then um, I was kind of thinking like uh, what uh, Ryan Stuman, a process he uses is where he gets a text message with their info and then he's able to click that and, and start texting them. And he's got it, the first thing preset. So he types in like, like Z1 or whatever it is. And it auto responds, Hey, just, you know, your lead just came through. So glad you did blah, blah. Um, and so I could do that same thing with like brides to where it, they book a, uh, a, uh, that and I, I get the notification, I'm assuming it was Zapier or something like that. And then mm-hmm. I'm able to just send out that first text. Per now I'm one on one, they're booked, and then yeah. I'm also one on one making that connection with them. Um, yeah, that sounds pretty awesome actually. Cause <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a huge time saver. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't I didn't mention that earlier. You were like, Oh, I'm a business, why would I go through all this trouble? And I'm like, <clears throat> I forgot to mention, like, by the way, once you get this stuff set up, yeah. You save. I mean, like the goal is to, to free you up to do other things and not have to worry about sitting on your phone replying to messages all day or, or <clears throat> monitoring Facebook all day or 
yeah, whatever. I, I was, just, and I, I know we, I'm sure we both heard the stat, but I just heard it again, and it was actually in a photography kind of business course. They're talking about how that that number about how when someone contacts you, if you respond within the first hour, how it's like a 900% um, higher than if you wait until after the two hours. So. Yeah. That's what I was doing. So I did this ad and I was doing it kind of manually. And I had like said, so I had 22, um, 22 message me. And because I was taking so long to get back, cause I was, I was doing, it was family and then I didn't have my laptop. And then I was driving home and I'd have to pull over and wait until we stopped for like a, a car break. Um, I had like, I think four out of the 22 sign up. And then when I got back, I went back and was like, send everyone messages and like right away I got like like two or three more that signed up and I'm like man if I was doing this all uh, uh, through automation I would have probably had like 12 of uh, the 22 signing right. up versus versus the original four absolutely um wow. yeah no I, I I would love to like just like you just let me know if you want to like kind of lay that out or just tweak it along the way or you're a much better copywriter than I am so I'm sure that writing the messages would be um, you know, I, I don't need to tell you what to say there, but, but, uh, but if, but as far as the, the layout, the, the technical implementation of it, I, I'm happy to help. I think, I think you, you've unknowingly stumbled on a really great lead generation source for yourself. I, I think so. And the thing too, is it, I was talking to my wife about it and it does two things. One, it just dumps a bunch of leads in my lap, um, mm -hmm. which, you know, I, I, I didn't have, and I was just starting off. And so I started doing wedding stuff. Um, like last April, I was like, oh, okay, how do I go out and get leads? I'm all used to online stuff and Facebook ads and content. It's like, how do I, how do I do it with the brides? And so I really started researching and I was like, well, let me, you know, go to, I've tried some other stuff and, um, I had this one where it was working, but it was kind of expensive per lead. And then the quality of the leads, like it was good for getting started, but I'm like, I need to shift out of that. And mm -hmm. so this ad worked and then I was able to really tweak to, you know, to like the most important part of other than copywriting of an ad is your actual targeting. And so mm -hmm. I, I just started tweaking the targeting. I started getting closer and closer to the, you know, the, my, my ideal client. But the other thing too, with specifically with photography, and I think a lot of the service type businesses is one of the things you're trying to judge is like, as, as like my potential clients, they're trying to judge like, okay, professionalism. You know, there's so many stories of, uh, with, with, I think it's gonna be any service, but of like horror stories of like, oh, the photographer didn't show up, or they, they, I never got the files. It took me six months. I had to sue them, and I finally got the, you know, same thing. Carpet cleaning. So they came in, they ruined my carpets, snagged. You know, there's all these things. Having that, I think, is just one more thing of confidence because if if I'm a client and I'm sending out and I'm looking, okay, I need a photographer, I need a carpet cleaner, I need a plumber, you know, whatever it is. And I, I'm, this is going to be entering it. They're coming to my house. They're coming to my wedding to do my, you know, my, my photos and, and they get, there's all, they're going to get all these, these competition, right? Well, that's one way I can send out when they're putting these things in one person takes three days to email them back. Mm -hmm. uh, another person is on the, you know, well, oh, let's try to, you know, get together for this or that. And then if I can stand out that way, not only is it more efficient for me, but I'm going to stand out a little bit. And it's like, well, if he, if he's this efficient, just with, messaging and, and setting this all up, right. how smooth this was <clears throat> versus this other person who I kind of like their photos equally, but this person was really easy to deal with. And this person, it takes a day and a half to hear back from him. So I'm going to go ahead and go with him because it seems like he's got this down a little bit more and is a little more professional. So it seems like that would be a big benefit for service-based businesses as well. Just that yeah. ease of mind. 
Absolutely. And, and, and service business in general, for sure. But, but wedding, especially, I mean, think about it, like brides, they're freaking out. Like mm-hmm. that's, I mean, they, they are, I mean, they, they want it to go right. They don't want anything to go wrong. They want they, they want answers when they want answers. And yeah, uh, you, you wait, if you get, if it's taken you two days to get back to somebody <clears throat> every single time, mm-hmm. um, it's not going to fly for very, I mean, it's not going to make for a pleasant experience. So yeah. you're right about that. And and I, I think that, um, I think that yeah, bots do do help with the professionalism. I mean, that fa- there's a reason Facebook says uh, typically replies within, you know, on the on the business pages because they want to show you who's responsive to messages and people expect. I mean, I'm not a big Twitter person because I, I just I, the clients I deal with are not in the media, and I think Twitter's just a, it's more for the media. Um, well, it kind of psyched us all out by kind of like almost dying off and then coming back. <laughs> We're like, I know, oh, it's made, man, yeah, I yeah. let it go. <laughs> I know. Um, I, I'm not a I'm not a big Twitter person. Um, I mean, I, but outside of having Twitter accounts for the business and my personal, I, I, I'm I'm like never on it. I don't I don't really read it. I don't look at it. Um, but if you a lot of big businesses. People will tweet them, and that's their tech support. That's their customer service. Yeah. I mean, they they want a light just went off somewhere in my house, and it got really dark in the room for a second. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, I guess I have a ghost. Um, but anyway, uh, can you still see me? Okay? Yeah, yeah, I can still see. All you. right, all right. I just it really got. I'm you, glad you I got, got light from the, the screen coming on. You. I do, I do. <laughs> I have the second monitor coming on. Okay, good. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so customer service and, and tech support, like people want answers and they're going to messaging, they're going to social media. They want, if they comment or they send a message, they want a business to reply back to them. Uh, and a lot of people, I, I'm, I'm guessing based on what we're seeing, it's just people don't really want to pick up the phone and call. Like, it's like, they don't even want to wait three rings. They don't want to, you know, leave a message or voicemail. They're like, I'm going to comment or I'm going to send a message now yeah. because when they respond, because then I can get on with my day and they'll respond and it'll just pop up and I don't really have to talk. And people are also a lot more direct when they can just type something. Yeah. You find that, um, I don't want to say manners go out the window and people are more abrupt or abrasive, but people are more direct and to the point when they have to type it out. When they say things, sometimes they might there might be an intimidation factor or something, or there's a discover commercial discover. Sorry, I'm going to digress for a second. There's a discover card commercial. And you know how, I don't know if you've seen these commercials, but it's like one person talking to another, but it's the same person, but one works for discover and one's playing the customer. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So this one, the guy was saying to the discover guy, he thought he was going to have to fight and her hassle because he didn't want to pay an annual fee and the guy was like no we don't charge any annual fees and the customer guy was saying oh wow it took me an hour to work up the courage to call you that if i had called you an hour ago this would have been a different different story and he's like um excuse me sir but could you waive the fee you know and and he's like but but you know he was like real direct yeah but anyway it's, it's kind of that when people talk on the phone or human to human interaction they there's like the, people can be intimidated or their attitude can change, their demeanor can change, and they may not say what they really want to say, but man, look at emails and texts and, and Facebook messages you got. And sometimes the, the, the connotation of what people write is, can be mistaken, but people yeah. are really direct. Um, and um, I just see that as the way that things are going. So how that ties in with chatbots, obviously, if you can 
have this chat message. It seems like that's what people are craving. They're used to yeah. it. So how like how good is it? So like for let's say um, so like the other day I I wasn't doing an ad. I, I took a picture and posted it and wrote something about it. It was like a behind the scenes kind of thing. Uh, and I got a pretty good engagement on it. So it, most of it was was comments. And so you're saying you can pull from the comments. Um, but whether it be like let's say someone messaged me, someone sees that and goes, "Hey, I saw your post." Um, whether because I boosted it or they just saw it. Uh, I just got engaged, blah, blah, blah. And they asked me a question and they're not coming off of a, an ad that I'm kind of know what they're going to ask because I've set up the ad. How good mm -hmm. is it? At, and I, I saw there were tools for this in when I signed up for the account. Um, but like, how good is it? Like if, if a bride says a question and some common questions would be like, are you available on such and such a day? Or what is your pricing? That would be, you know, that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. That's like a great how, one. how good is it at picking out those keywords? And like, let's say, what is your pricing? And because that's gonna be common, and I'm gonna have a specific answer to that. And, and having an like a response to that, like, yeah, here's, you know, most customers start at this, here's my pricing, any of that kind of stuff. Um, how good is it at doing that? Phenomenal. <clears throat> you can if you put your keyword as pricing, right? Mm -hmm. So you said as pricing, you can set an entire flow and that everything's done in flows. Like they call it, it's a conversation. That's because mm -hmm. a flow is a conversation. So you can say, all right, when somebody mentions the word pricing or price or cost, right? Like how much does it cost? Or you might even say, you might even make how much does it cost as a keyword, you okay. know, but you could put several of these keywords that people could ask. And then you could set up this flow and you could say, you say something like, I, I'm just a bot, you know, you, you're literally putting this, I'm just okay. a bot, but it, it seemed, and, and, and Jared's not here right now to take this question on personally, but it seems like you're asking about cost. Okay. How much does it cost? Is that correct? Yes or no. If they say yes, you could say, well, our, st our sessions start at this or okay. this. And, and, um, do you want us to get back to you as soon as we can? you know, yes or no, mm. you know, or does that answer your question? And then maybe put a button that says, talk to a human, you know, and then when they click talk to a human say, all right, great, we're going to get somebody to call you, you know, or can we reach you at this email address or is this phone number the best number? Cause Facebook will give you those. Mm -hmm. And then you, you can say, great, we'll get right back in touch with you as soon as possible, you know, or we'll message you. You say whatever you want, but you, but it's 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 so flexible. It's yeah. flexible. It's fluid. And the best part is, when you make that change, you you make little changes along the way, and you just click publish, and they're they're live. You okay. know, so everything is done in real time. There's nothing to upload. This you know, it's it's not like uh, do people even upload much anymore? I mean, upload upload <laughs> sounds ancient, right? Everything's <laughs> in the cloud. You just publish. It's there. It's live. It's all changed on the fly. That's but it is, it's, it's, yeah, you can, you can make changes on the fly. Okay. So I love the keyword function. Um, when we do bots, there's a big distinction that I've made. I might be the only person in the industry that makes this distinction. Maybe I'm the only person in the whole world. Maybe I'm a genius for thinking of this, but I'm not. It's, it's really simple. There's, I look at it in terms of you can have one chat bot for your page, mm -hmm. like one main chat bot. It's kind of like building a website for your business, right? Okay. Or, and or you can build, I call them mini bots. I've never heard anybody else refer to them as this before, but I call them mini bots. Mini bots are just little conversations. You don't need keywords. You don't need welcome text and greeting text and all this other stuff on your page. But maybe you just want to run an ad and do some lead generation. Okay. 
So I could build a mini mini bot that is designed to, when somebody comments on an ad or clicks a link in an ad, to just have this conversation capture the data and do all this stuff without having to worry about the rest of the page having a bot. So yeah. I look at that in terms of, and all the web designers will, will, will cheer me on for this, but I look at it as saying a bot is kind of like having a website for your business, but a bot is you get mm -hmm. one bot for your Facebook page, like one website for your business. But then a mini bot is like a series of landing pages. Okay. You know, they're kind of their own, their own entity, so to speak. So when we build things with keywords and sequences and auto, you know, the, the, uh, they're called sequences in there. And, and, and we schedule out broadcast messages and we do their greeting text and their welcome text and default replies. That's a, that's like building a, an entire full-blown website for a business. I mean, I, I, okay. I, we charge over a thousand dollars to build out this whole process for mm -hmm. a business. But these mini bots, I'm doing them for like 100, 200, 300 bucks. I'll build these mini bots all day, you know, with a Facebook ad and tie it in and, and build these little flows. And that's what business owners, that's how they dip their toes into getting into bots. Because all of a sudden now you've got like seven or eight of these mini bots that are handling all your ads. Mm -hmm. And now people are like, all right, well, let's, let's, let's gradually build in the rest of the stuff. Like I have my client today. He's like, Oh, I need to do something for this greeting and welcome text when they come to my page. And I was like, okay, you know, that'll be just a couple more dollars. But like, he's gradually, he's building this over yeah. thousands, you know, thousands of dollars worth of, of, of big bot. So it's like kind of like building, building blocks, like behind your head, you got building blocks, like just stack your blocks. And all of a sudden <laughs> you've got like this nice stack of blocks, you know, you, you've got this, this bot. You know, so real life there Jenga, Jenga game, real life Jenga, full size yeah. Jenga game. Yeah, there you go. There you go. You're stacking, <laughs> stacking up your Jenga game. And, and then uh, and the cool thing is you can pull a pull a block out whenever you want. Turn it off. Turn that that little piece off and, and add it back when you want it. So what I then asked originally, the, the, the example I gave of, hey, I was doing this ad and so I could automate this ad off these three questions to get them. To, that would be like a, a mini bot, right? That's what you're saying. Right. Okay. I would consider that just a mini bot okay. versus, you know, going and putting in all the keywords and doing all the other stuff to actually make your whole page this one fluid chat bot, which is, is a great idea. But that's, again, development time, like yeah. think, thinking you, you're constantly thinking your customers moves like mm -hmm. you're, you're thinking, like, what's my customer going to say? What are the what are the 10 questions they might ask? What could they say? How could they word this? And you want to be able to have that response like you're building you're really building artificial intelligence yeah you're basically saying and i don't want to say the a word because she'll start talking in the background but <laughs> but you, you really want to be able to answer people's questions like one of those you know assistants yeah. would do yeah well and it's funny because like earlier we we're talking and you're talking about um you know the customer you mentioned but they're built for one site here and you said i don't really know where this is going to go it i kind of had the thought of like well maybe where it's going to go is like you know when websites first came around a couple companies had them now everyone has them and then when mm -hmm. apps came out like a couple companies had apps and then it got to the point where everyone had an app like the thrift store down the road had an app and yep. then maybe it'll get to the point where it starts off with the big, you know, I don't, I don't have one here. So it's Alexa, Siri, <laughs> those kind of things. It started off with those, but then it gets to the point to where like you kind of have one. So like if, if you build that relationship, they start, it maybe it evolves into something like that or totally. Um, yeah. I, I don't know where that goes, but so just, I just want to kind of, 
clarify because it's kind of what I'm thinking and I want to make sure that, you know, the audience is with us. So I understand the mini bots off of an, the process how that works. I put it on an ad. I know exactly their mindset because of how I've set them up and targeted them. That comes in, boom, that's like an email sequence, you know, mm -hmm. same thing. That's pretty simple. The main one that you're talking about, I understand the keywording. Someone messages me, says, hey, what's your pricing? Hey, what's your availability? I can kind of build that out. It takes a little more time. It's a, a more advanced thing. I understand, again, that concept. What I don't 100% understand, maybe you can clarify a little bit is, so I put out that piece of content and someone comments or ta you know makes a comment and that pulls them in. How does, how does that work exactly? So and I'll give you a quick, so I just did this the other day. Um, I had a client who I'm doing an engagement shoot with and she's, her, her question is she had a location, but she said, with it being winter, I'm not sure, you know, if it's going to be worth going out there, if it's, it was a garden. So I said, let me go out there. I'll check it out. Um, went and took some test shots. Well, my wife went with me and she took a picture, snapped a picture on her phone of me taking pictures. And I put up this post of, Hey, this is what I did. I boosted it just to kind of see what happened. I used the same targeting as before. And I got a few people either commenting I am, because I put in there, uh, like, P.S., if you're, you know, engaged or you need engagement photos or whatever, um, you know, I, I got a few spots left of free engagement, you know, um, co comment below um, if it's you or someone else. And I had, like, half a dozen either I am or tagging someone else. Mm -hmm. What I don't understand is, so they're commenting now, not messaging me, but they're tagging people or, and I, you know, how does that pull them in? And I understand the idea of saying, is it you or is it someone else that breaks off? But, like... One, I would have thought that Facebook wouldn't have allowed that. Like, they would have actually had to message me to opt in. And then two, like, how does that work? It just pulls them in from there? Yeah, so so there's one there's one little caveat, one little step in between them and being subscribed to your bot. So, so you put up that post mm -hmm. and you say, hey, you know, comment me or comment whatever. Or you, 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 you can actually make them comment specific words oh, okay. in order to go into the bots if you want to. But and that would keep like can, grandma's great job posts out of it too. That would keep, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You could say um, only bring in people who comment this, you know, okay. this, this word or, or me or, or photo or engaged or whatever word you say or, yeah. you know. Um, but th that would eliminate people tagging people and coming in as yeah. well. So <clears throat> I usually, it's very, it's really up to the uh, different circumstance or unique situation. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times I leave it as just take all of them in because once they comment, a messenger window is going to pop up and it's going to say, Hey, it's going to say whatever you want it to say because you write the copy for it. But but something like, hey, just one more step. And I always put in first first name because you can put in those merge fields. So it'll be okay. like, hey, first name, you know, hey, Jared, so glad you commented on this post. We just got one more step. Sometimes I'll even say we just need Facebook wants to make sure that you're human and not a robot. So if you don't mind, just give us a thumbs up or say, say you're interested. Okay. Um, and then once they reply to that message then they're in your bot okay so there is one little facebook did put in one little thing just to make sure that people do want to engage with you on messenger okay um but then your first message can come up with your buttons and your question and everything else and i use those merge tags all the time like first name uh email phone number um i'll even set set a variable like we had um how many how many kids do you have to buy for at Christmas time for one of my oh, clients? Okay. A guy that sells socks. It's two, and it's like if the answer is two, 
say this message. If the answer is one, say this. If it's three, if it's more than okay, that, okay. you know, and if it's more than that, then it's like, whoa, you got a lot of people to buy for, you know, is the message. Or if it's two, you're like, oh, great. What are their names? You know, or if yeah. it's one, you say, oh, what is, you know, is it a boy or a girl? Boy, oh, what's his name? You know, so you can use, you can use information you collect. It's almost like in programming, basic programming, it's like a variable and you're capturing that variable data and then you're reusing it later. Yeah. Because you've cat, you know, yeah. it's whatever. So, it, there's a bit of you have to think like a programmer sometimes okay. when you're building. And in, in real life, it would be no different than if they commented or messaged, and I manually clicked and said, and literally typed, "Hey, thank you so much for tagging, you know, so and so," or "Thank you so much for commenting," blah blah blah, and just inset a thing. So yep. it'd, it'd be pretty similar. So how how then would you handle? in that unique situation, someone tags someone else, you know, you said, is it for you? Is it for someone else? And they say it's for a friend. Um, so what would you suggest? What would I do then to get to that friend versus like, Oh, okay, well, uh, dead end or how does that work? Right. You can actually put a share button okay. in there. Um, and what it will do is it won't share it. Like they're not sharing a post. It mm -hmm. shares it through messenger Okay. and say, great. Um, can you click the share button below and share uh, this message, you know, with yeah. with your friend, uh, th you know, through their own messenger, okay. and then that that kind of allows them into your messenger, and and you could have that share message say, uh, this person's doing free engagement photos, you need to contact them. So you can so just like like you know when you click in it to click the tweet, you can auto generate, and they just click send, or they can edit it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, they can they can okay. say what they want in the message, but then when it shares, it's going to share your original post. Okay, cool, cool. Right in okay. a in a in a message in a private message between those two people, so you're yeah. not privy to that, but you can also track if they clicked share. Mm -hmm. So if they clicked share, you could you could actually assign that person a tag. That they actually clicked share. Nice. You can track those stats. Everything is trackable. Okay. I can tell you what percentage of people clicked and viewed and read all the way through the funnel, every message within the, the platform. So the analytics are tremendous. Wow. Yeah, this I can is... even see who it is first and last name of who clicked. Yeah. That's so like what we do a lot of times is we'll put a tag in if we have a link to the, to a website, like mm -hmm. for e-commerce. And if they click on it, we'll give, we'll assign them a tag that says visited website. So then I can go back and instead of it just being like, Oh, I had 37 visitors to my website today. I could be like uh, Jared Elrod, Mike Doyle, Jay Vix, Nick Barry. Oh, they all went to your website. I got wow. their names. I got their Facebook data. I know they went to your website. And guess what? Now they're getting retargeted. You know, okay. So. Are you able – so once on your website then, you could through – is there a way to connect it with like Google Analytics to be able to see like what they looked at? Or, or is that – you probably could. It's probably a little more advanced. <laughs> it's, it's probably yeah. It's probably something where I would even go to somebody who's really yeah. good at, at, at analytics, uh, Google Analytics. Um, but, but yes, I'm sure it could be done. But where I where I think it's, I mean, I've done retargeting that way back to Facebook because mm -hmm. then they get pixeled. Um, but the other cool thing with the chat building, many chat platform, is they have website widgets, so you could actually embed Facebook Messenger on your website. So mm -hmm. instead of like um, intercom or desk or all these little chat things mm -hmm. on people's website, you can actually make it the Facebook Messenger one. And when they chat, they can actually from your website, they can enter into a chat bot from your website with you. Okay. Um, and they don't have to leave and go to Facebook. Um, they do have to have a Facebook login though. So they have to be on Facebook. Okay. Um, 
if they're if like you know your great grandma who hasn't got on Facebook yet goes to the website and she wants to comment, they're gonna be like, you gotta log into Facebook first. Yeah. Uh, but but, but I, most... I I think where that would be really successful is they come from a piece of my content, whether it be an ad or or just you know <laughs> boosted post or something. They click through to my website. That say they go to you know they're looking through photography stuff. And that thing's right there, and it, you know it says I'm assuming something like, "Can we help you? Do you have any questions?" and that kind of thing. They could then type in, "What's your pricing?" Because I'm not, I, you know, I wouldn't have my pricing on my website. It'd say, "What's your pricing?" and that's when it can go into that sequence. It can of, go into that sequence. Blah blah blah. Da da. You know, kind of. Th- okay. And you can also put a pop up or a pop over or a slide in or a, anything you can do with AppSumo's. You know, all those mm-hmm. things you could. You, and you could choose lower left side, lower right side, up, down, pop up, you know, landing page. So there's a lot of different like widgets that you can use to interact with the bot um, right from there too, which which I think is really neat. There's, I tell you, the the, the ManyChat is a really cool platform. It really is. It's not that expensive, um, and we usually we usually like to go on a performance method where. Um, I don't charge people a, a retainer, a monthly retainer to manage this for them. I charge them based on how many leads we've got, like how many people are we going to communicate with on your behalf? Okay. You know, so I do it on a per subscriber basis is what I charge my clients, um, which is kind of nice because if they're not getting subscribers or leads or, you know, we're not being able to communicate with people where well, they're not paying me a lot of money. So there's added, uh, there's added incentive on me to really try to, make these ads work and drive more people in because the bigger yeah. their list is, the more they're going to pay me. Okay. The money's in that list. So we just have to make the list work for them. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So then if I, so let's say now <clears throat> I do have a digital marketer background. So to me, I'm thinking, yeah. okay, I have to learn to like coffee again. Cause I got to go and, and learn all this stuff. But, um, it, let's say I'm not, let's say I'm, I'm more of just, uh, the regular photographer who's like, Oh man, this sounds exhausting. You know, it's making my brain hurt just thinking about it. What's what's the least I can do just to start getting some leads in? I'm I'm, I'm assuming that's going to be setting up one or two ads with the mini bot to kind of walk mm-hmm. that through to have certain. Okay, so that's what you would suggest. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to suggest though. I'm going to help you build yours. We're going to perfect it, and then we're going to you and I are going to work on building a training package, and we're going to go market it to other photographers. And then what we can do is we can take your template. And we can mm-hmm. copy it to their Facebook page for nice. a fee, and okay. then they're all set up in like five minutes. So that's where that's where awesome. you and I are going to make some extra money together. On <laughs> sounds good, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, but th- it's really cool because I've made templates, okay, and then I've in- been able to install them on other pages. Um, <clears throat> we we do estate sales. Um, they have a guy who does they do estate sales for him, we, and and he's averaging six to ten thousand dollars in revenue and sales. And we've been doing this marketing system for them for years, and we just recently in- included bots in the last six months um, to, as part of this system. And we set up all these bot templates. So what I all I have to do now is if he's got a new sale, I duplicate the the chat bot, the flow, this this mini mini bot. Mm-hmm. I duplicate it. And then I go in and I just edit these variables, like the the name of the sale, the date of the sale, the description, the items being sold, the address, the times. Mm-hmm. And then when I click done or save, well, that the, the bot's already done. Yeah. So we're just we're just tw- changing the, the the variables out, and it makes it makes all the bots really portable. So okay. for somebody who's not a um, 
doesn't come from a digital marketing background, doesn't come from a programmer, like the, the average average Joe business owner who's just needs some help. Um, I think the best the best thing and the least um, expensive way is to try to find not to reinvent the wheel. See if it's been done in your business before, yeah. you know, and then see if you can pay for you know, a done for you thing that's already done instead of okay. custom development. It's kind of like a website template. Like, are you going to design a, a brand new website from scratch or are you going to just buy a template and just yeah. edit, edit it for your needs? Yeah. Right. And I think that's kind of the same way with bots as well. Okay, cool. Did that awesome. answer your question? Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm super excited. I'm like, this is, <laughs> oh, okay, because cool. the thing is like, it, this is, at first was kind of harder switching over from doing like online stuff um you know it, to the the wedding thing is it was so different cuz i went from like online to local i went from you know you you get someone and then you you're going to have a huge retention rate cuz you keep tr creating trading products and they keep wanting to buy more content to like no once the wedding's over so there's that kind of mental barrier of like oh it's a totally different business model but then as i started researching i was like but it's also a business model where most people operating are 15, 20 years behind the times. And, you know, they think because they can take some pretty pictures and have a website, they're pretty good. So it, it's like, hmm, this, I, I could probably dominate with the marketing side of things. So the last like month or two, I'm like, I got to I got to get on this thing and, and really get ahead of the curve. Yeah. This. yeah. So this is exciting. Well, I love the idea. I love that. I love the fact that you've already kind of validated the idea of. Um, running an ad to Messenger. Like, the fact that you did that and you got leads that way, like, in my mind, I'm like, wow, if you really just built that up and then threw a couple more dollars at, at another ad or, or, or even just re redid the ad with a different outcome, you know, mm -hmm. a, a putting putting a, an actual bot system uh, into it, um, how powerful that could be. And the other thing is, like, now, if you wanted to go back and communicate with those people that might have come in, but then they didn't take action, like you'd have to go back to those individual messages and, mm. and find them and send them a message and just say, hey, just wanted to follow up. Are you still looking for an engagement photographer, right? Well, now you're able to go into this platform and you could say, show me a list of everybody who got to this point but didn't go further. Mm. And just send them a broadcast message that says, "Hey, just thinking about you. Are you still interested? Okay. You know." And and that's actually considered a follow up message. So it doesn't matter if it's outside the twenty four hours. You could actually flat out, you know, send them an offer. Yeah. Um. But or you could just say, "Hey, you know, just wanted to wish you a happy new year. And uh, are you by chance are you still interested in?" You know, do you still need a photographer? Yeah. You know, and and, and then just auto, in one click, you follow it up with them. You know, okay. so and you could you, you could do a lot more than that. You can go deeper than that. It's as complicated as you want to make it. Okay. I I tend to overcomplicate a lot of my bots. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'll charge I'll charge you two hundred ninety seven dollars, and then like nine hours later, I'm like, um, why did I do that? You know, but but I'm but because I want it so good and so perfect, yeah. and I'm you know, and to build more case studies too. So mm -hmm. I do put in a little extra effort right now. But <clears throat> but yeah, the the more bots that we can build. Um, the more portable they can become, and the more reusable they can come, mm -hmm. uh, become, and and then the more affordable they become. So I, I would love to be able to just have a, a a business call me up and say, hey, I'm in this business. 
um, I heard you do bots, you know, and maybe in like, perfect, I got one for you, you know, a hundred bucks, I'll install it on your page. It's already done, you know, just customize it, you know, so, um, but we're not there. There's still a lot of development and it's like kind of the wild, wild west, you know, there's, you know, there's so conversations are unique. Every conversation you have in your entire life is never going to be the same as any other conversation you've ever had. Yeah. Right. Like it's unique. So you're so in that regard, like any bot you build has to be slightly different than the last one, even if it's for the same industry or the same people. Yeah. And the other thing we try to do is we try to give bots personality. So we had a, a company that was doing stuff with Bitcoin cryptocurrency. Okay. They're doing like educate they're in the cryptocurrency education space. Okay. So the 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 name of the guy who supposedly invented Bitcoin, they say Satoshi Nakamoto, right? That's his his name. They okay. think he was from California or he is from California. Um but anyway, so we did this bot for this cryptocurrency education. So we named the bot Satoshi and we found a like a gif or a, a meme mm. online of this like robot so we're like, we put a picture of this robot. It's like, hi, I'm Satoshi. I'm not a real nice. person, but I'm here to answer your questions, you know. And uh, I got another client who's using his dog. And it's okay. like, um, I forget the dog's name. I can't think of it. I think it's Dakota. I can't think of the name right now. Hudson. Hudson. He's like, hey, I'm Hudson. You know, I'm a virtual assistant, you know, and it's a picture of the dog. So yeah. I would say give your bot personality and make it a reflection of you as well, you know, um, that, because people... Cool. Yeah, people people will warm up to that, and it gets it definitely gets over like the creepy factor too. Because when you first said that, then you kind of answered it with those stories. I was gonna say, wait, so you could do, you could almost do, like like with App Sumo, you could do the. Because remember when they always had like in the copywriting of the emails was like, hey, Fat Sumo here, and it, it was always this crazy story from like you know Fat Sumo. You yep. could you could have your bot be Fat Sumo if you were App Sumo. You could just create your own version of that for your business. That's okay. That's that's pretty yeah. cool. You can also put GIFs, uh, images, videos, um, screenshots, um, anything into your bot messages as well. So a lot of times we we liven it up and lighten it up or we'll put in some sort of silly GIF. We did a a poll. It's like a best of poll for like a town. And we want to know like your favorite pizza place, your favorite this, you know, like magazines, Mm -hmm. local magazines will do. So we built this best of poll and... I built a whole business model around it that I'm working. It's one of my goals on 2019 is to actually really work this as a, as a viable business model. But we built this best of poll and like people, it would last for like nine days. Every day this person would get a Facebook message and it would ask them their favorite auto repair place or pizza or restaurant or mm-hmm. massage parlor. Right. And, and when they would answer, we might have like uh like a, a, a funny gif that's like, like you're awesome, you know, or, or you know, just some something silly. Yeah. Uh, and, and just kind of lighten the mood and give it, give it more personality. Okay. Um, again, you, person, you're trying to get people to know you, like you and trust you. You don't want to be, you don't want to come off stiff or just all business. You want to actually make them fun, be silly, you know, yeah. it, make your calls to action um, a little unconventional. Like a lot of times what I'll do is I'll say, um, like, you'll, 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 you'll probably correct me on it, but I might say like, yeah, take me there or show me this, right? And, or definitely, definitely is a big one. I'll, if I want a yes or no, instead of saying yes or no for buttons, mm-hmm. I might put definitely in all caps okay. with exclamation points as my yes. 
And then under that, the next button will just be like, no, in lowercase with a period. <laughs> you know, and it's like your attention, your eyes are just driven to the big definitely in all yeah. caps. It's shouting at you. Mm-hmm. Um, so use a lot of personality in the bots, too. I hope this isn't like too advanced for somebody who's like, what the hell are bots? <laughs> but, but I hope we've I hope we've given a good a good lesson or primer on the subject. Yeah, no, no, it's good. And if it is kind of over someone's head, I think it's enough to get them going. If it is over their head, it's enough to like, okay, I need to hire someone or, okay, I need to, you know, learn this. I need to get into this. You know, this is, this is the way things are going. So no, that's, it's that's super good. It's super informative. Like, you know, like I'm really getting into it. Like, you notice how much less I'm talking now than we were before <laughs> because when I'm processing and Mike used to always yell at me. Cause like we'd start off, we're all chatty and we do these. And then like, I'd be like writing notes mm-hmm. and my pen stopped working. So I'm not, you know, but, and he's like, he'd text me like my phone would like, I'd get a message and I'd look at it. I'm like, why is Mike texting me? We're in the middle of a call. And he's like, stop looking away you look like you're bored i'm like i'm not bored i'm like look look at my nose and i have like pages of those so like as i'm sitting here it's not i'm not getting bored i'm like no. my wheels are spinning i'm like huh huh i'm like oh wait we're still talking okay i'm like okay we could do this and what about this and so yeah, it, it's yeah. super exciting um and i'm glad we did this because it was it's one of those things where i mean it it I don't know, six months, a year ago, whenever it was when people first started really talking about it. I was trying to get into it. I posted a couple times in the group, like, hey, what's a good way to get started? Um, are these, is it worth it? And that was when I was still kind of trying to figure out what do I want to do? Do I want to keep going with copy? I was doing, actually, I kind of ramped up copywriting again at the time and, and was doing um, a, quite a bit of copywriting. And I was like, you know, I was really trying to learn it and, um, there wasn't a lot out there and I couldn't wrap my head around it. And I, I you know, mm-hmm. Gary V just kept talking about voice and chatbots, And so I'm like trying to research Alexa and I'm trying to research like chatbots, And I finally just kind of gave up. And then mm-hmm. it was just perfect timing when you're like, yeah, I, I'm free. And, and this is what I'm like, okay, cool. What are you doing? And we'll, you know, we'll go tailor it that way. I was like, dude, I literally just ran this ad and now I'm like, how can I do this better? because nice. I wasn't expecting. So I was like, this is perfect. And so, yeah, now I got to run with it. <laughs> it's almost like karmic. I hope you do. I think, I think it's awesome. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with them. Uh, clients seem to, and look, I've had some bombs. We, I, actually, let me tell you about a bomb I had. Cause, cause I don't want to like, it's not the Holy grail of marketing, mm-hmm. like, right? Like we've I'll fail. I mean, I'm not afraid to admit that I've, I fail sometimes with clients. Um, I don't think this was a failure or a bomb, but my client did. Let me tell you what I did. And then I'll probably shut up because I'm, I'm going to have to get going. But um, So I have a transportation company, and they charter these trips. They do like bus charters. So they they got this trip that's going to the Rocky Mountains. I'm not going to say the name of the company because it wouldn't be nice. But um, uh, And besides, they thought I bombed. But so we built this chat bot. They're going to take these people to like Dollywood and the Smoky Mountains and get, I don't know if it's Gatlinburg or wherever in Tennessee, like Eastern Tennessee. <clears throat> and they want to book families on this, this trip. It's like they charter the bus. They all get on this bus. They go, they put the lodging, everything's included in one package. It's like this all inclusive package. So, they were like, well, do you think that doing this bot, you know, Facebook ad to bot strategy can book people for the trips? And I said, no. And they're like, well, why would I do it? And I'm like, well, <laughs> you have a salesperson, a reservations person, and her job is to book the trip. Yep. I said, but if you want people who are interested in the trip and give her people to call, that's what the bot is for. Yeah, like, for sure. I will drive the leads 
to this person. She will get emailed every time another one comes in, but it's her job to sell the one, two, three or four people, this package to mm-hmm. go on this trip. Right? Like I'm not doing that. Like I'm, I don't do that. Yep. So I worked, they had an in-house social media person. I was like, great. Thank God. Like, I don't, <laughs> so I don't, I don't have to worry about that. All I got to do is build this bot and then tell the social media person, let's build this ad or boost a post and run it towards the right target of people who are interested in Gatlinburg, Dolly Parton, Dollywood, blah, 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 travel, this and that within this geographic region. It was real, real good. So I ran this and we had 22 leads come through in four days and they didn't sell a single person. Hmm. And these are 22 people, like I got their email addresses, three out of 22 actually worked for the company and they were just trying out the bot. Okay. Right. So bring me down to 19. Right. I, we finished up that campaign. It was for four days. I just wanted to try it for four days and see what would happen. So I finished up the campaign. I sent an email. I said, look, here's, here's what we got. Um, I feel like it was even more than 22. I might've been 30. I got to go back to my note. Actually, I tell you right now. I can't. I, anyway, I'm going to say 19 because if it was better than that, then that's even more of a success. Like yeah. I, I, 19 is still strong. I feel like it was more than that, but, um, three of them were people in the company, mm-hmm. right? So I had 19 people interested in that part of the country, interested in travel that actually took the time to click on the ad, go through, confirm their email address, look at the flyer and, 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 and give the reservations person somebody to call up and then try to close them on this deal. Mm-hmm. And I sent an email with all those stats. And I was like, I'm wondering how many people booked the trip. And he wrote me back, this was an abject, utter failure. Not a single person booked the trip. This method is hogwash. It's a bunch of crap. I don't want to do it ever again. And I said, okay. So that was my biggest bomb. My biggest Mm -hmm. bomb was getting actually 19 leads. There was an $80 ad spend, and they spent $97 on the bot. So they spent uh, $167. They didn't get a sale. So they feel like they just lost $167. Their trip was for like 500 bucks yeah. a person. So if one of those people booked a trip, they made 500 bucks. I don't know what their profit is on that. But if that one person probably not going by themselves, I would mm-hmm. imagine their spouse, maybe a family member or two are going with them. So it could have been a $2,000 sale. Yeah. I'm like, you could have had, even if you sold one or two of those 19, you know, it would have been a, a big, you would have made a lot of money. Yeah. And, um, they didn't see it that way. So they thought I, the bot would sell it for them. I guess, I guess, you know, when I try to set the expectation, I mean, they, I, they literally asked me point blank. So this is going to sell our, our trip. And I was like, no, Mm-mm. I'm like, no, I can't. I'm not your salesperson. You don't, you don't hire me. You don't pay me commission. I'm not buying, I'm, you know, yeah. it's not what I do, but I'm giving you a, a tool that fits right within your organization. You have a reservation salesperson to talk to them. You have a social media person, like I'll work with them, yeah, for make sure. sure everything, we tested it, everything was good. And they didn't close one and they, they haven't uh, contacted me to uh, to do it again. As a matter of fact, I think I still have a $97 outstanding receivable from that. I don't even think they paid me. <laughs> so I need to go after them. But, um, but anyway, so not, you know, it's, even on a bad day, I'm still generating leads for clients. Yeah. You know, we get e-commerce leads. We get hundreds, hundreds of people into the chat bots. And okay. people are like, 
oh, they didn't buy. I'm like, they just heard about you and you got them in a chatbot. Now you have 450 people on your list. What are we going to do with this list yeah. to get them to buy? Yeah. Like nobody's going to see an ad and just buy. I'm like, hey, where else are you selling? Oh, I just sell on my website. Like, all right, well, let's look at maybe selling on Google and Amazon and, mm -hmm. you know, where else can we sell and how else, you know, how many times are we going to touch them? What is it, five to 12 times you got to touch somebody? I mean, it's sales basics. And I, I work mm -hmm. with work with some clients that are really awesome people. I love them. Like clients are like my family. I mean, they pay my bills. They really do. Um, I never talk bad about a client, but I do talk with business owners all the time that, that are, that they just through no fault of their own, they're traditional business owners that don't have any digital marketing experience. So a lot of it's a learning, teaching, educating industry. Yeah. And, and, and most of the time I'm still learning and stuff because it's changing so fast you know I circle all the way back to the beginning of the conversation yep. you know it's like i don't claim to be perfect at this bot stuff or i don't claim to be perfect at digital marketing i i try to do the best i can and learn more every day so that i can do a better job but right now the bots are actually driving a lot of people and, and building a lot of lists and doing a yeah. lot of lead generation and that's that's really what it's all about like i could tell you you want you do free engagement stuff you drive bots you get leads like if you if I built it for you, that'd be like you coming to me and saying, "Well, I haven't booked a single wedding from this bot." And it's like, "Well, have you talked to a single person that's come through your bot?" Like you you close them. It's your yeah. business. I would um, actually you know? be afraid to work with a bride that would just spend that much money for a wedding just through like an automated. It was like, no, 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 you're not. No, let's like let's go through this and, and get to know each other. That would be a little weird. I'd be like, I'm very nervous about this wedding. <laughs> right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the ones that are scary. It's like yeah. they, they say with like mortgages and a lot of business transactions. Like if it involves a lot of paperwork, the easier it is, the more likely it's doomed for like just disaster. <laughs> like if people are like, oh, this sale is so simple. Oh, that's that's bad. Like yeah. I would rather go through all the muck up front. You need the and objections then have a to sell them, yeah. yeah, and have the wonderful relationship on the back end. So, quick question: I know you, you got to yeah. go. So, last thing: so you you talked about like that situation. They brought in these leads, and they're like, "Oh, it didn't sell." So, you talk about the e-commerce. Um, you know, you threw out number four or five hundred. So, let's say a business does a, an ad, and it goes through the whole system, and now they've got no sales because that wasn't the point. And they've got where mine, like I want to take over, like I want to book uh, either a phone call or um, an engagement session. So I'm wanting a personal interaction. But let's say I, I am doing something else and I get like 400 leads. Mm -hmm. I then if they're if they haven't bought yet, it sounds like I could keep sending them content like videos. I could, you know, so I could like put together like a behind the scenes uh, vlog episode of like an engagement shoot. And I can, if they haven't bought yet or booked something yet, I can be like, Hey, you know, are you still interested? Uh, by the way, um, you know, would you like to see the behind the scenes, what it's like? And they could click on it and they could see like the, you know, seven minute video of like vlog of me doing a different engagement shoot. Like you can do that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You can you can follow up with these people and you could say, okay, they never they never took this step or they <clears throat> they never clicked yes here. Mm -hmm. or they never did this. So if that's the case, then 24 hours later, I want to send them this message or or three days later, I want to send them this message or I want to set up a whole I want to just put them in this whole autoresponder follow up sequence, you know, and until and I want to keep sending them those messages until they 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 do they become this like you, you, you almost yeah. like a CRM like you know they you apply a tag when they've bought or when they've confirmed 
Um, one one client now he sends me a list. These are the people that bought mattresses. So go into go in there and, and I I check yes to those customers that okay. bought. Um, and then that puts them into a file flow where every 90 days they get a reminder through Facebook Messenger that it's time to flip, flip their mattress. mattress. <laughs> yep. So we have this we have this whole sequence yeah. set up for for like three years. They're going to get these and and then it after we tell them that it's like hey by the way do you um, do you know anybody who might be looking for a mattress right now you know yeah. and it's like just a way to just touch base with people. No, that's um, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, you can you can totally build your follow ups right in that system <clears throat> and. Um, uh, I, I, the, the only other thing, a best of poll I told you about, I, I've done calculators, commission versus base salary. We've done quizzes. We did how well do you know Myrtle Beach? And we did a quiz on Myrtle Beach and okay. people that were, that were doing it. It was sponsored by a private investigator. So at the end, we're like, oh, now you know how well you now we know how well you know Myrtle Beach. How well do you know the people in your life? Myrtle Beach does background uh, checks, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then estate sales. So if you can dream it, you can kind of build a bot around it. Okay. It doesn't necessarily have to be industry specific or niche specific. You can actually make it kind of community specific or, you know, um, um, I don't know what the words I'm looking for is, but you, you, you can kind of, if you have a Facebook page, you can, you can dream up a really cool bot for it. You okay. know, um, I think you're already, three quarters of the way down that path with what you're doing. And it's fascinating to me because you've, you've already validated this as, as I think something that will work. Mm -hmm. um, and I think will be, I think will be really fruitful for you. So I'm kind of excited to follow your results with this and help you with that. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and, and like I said, I'm having, I'm having really good uh, success with the estate sales, um, estate sale promoters. Cause I have a, a system that's documented in processes and, that's my biggest, that's the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. People are like, oh, you need processes and systems and document everything. And I'm like, you're right. Who's got time for that? And then I'm like miserable and on, you know, 50 million things going through my head. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I probably should have documented what I'm doing. <laughs> um, so actually I did that and now I want to go into that niche. But uh, who knows, you know, the wedding photography might be a really good niche, you know, that, that if we could find the right bot that works you go sell to other wedding photographers around the country and For say sure. hey here's what's working for me you know awesome yeah so, no definitely yeah. cool real quick uh just kind of tell like if someone's like wants to contact you for any reason um i know you said you've got a book coming up that you're working on um yeah. so how do we how do they follow you where do they go and find more of your stuff any any social media platform it's jvi mobile so just the let literally the initials j is in j P is in Victor, I is in Incorporated, Mobile, M-O-B-I-L-E. So if it's like Facebook, just search JVI Mobile. Instagram is at JVI Mobile, Pinterest, Twitter, at JVI Mobile. Um, and I'm pretty responsive to any messages through Facebook or Instagram. Um, email is J at JVI Mobile, so just J-A-Y at JVI Mobile.com. Um, or they can just JVI Mobile.com is the website. But uh, they can also call. Um, I actually just got rid of a local number. I only have an 800 number now. Isn't that cool? I just I use grass. I use Grasshopper. Here's my. I was gonna say it's a Grasshopper. Grasshopper. I love it. Yeah, you know, I actually um, did copywriting him for him for a while for one of his other companies. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He it wasn't it wasn't for Grasshopper. It was for another company he had, and for like five or six months, I did I did his uh his content his blog articles. That's awesome. I, I don't know him. 
service. Oh, there you go. It's been pretty. Oh, did I, did yeah, I, you're back. Oh. You're back. Okay. Um, it's eight six six five eight seven three eight three seven. Eight six six five eight seven three eight three seven is my toll free. Who cares about toll free anymore? Everybody's got unlimited minutes, but it's cool. That I still have my eight hundred grasshopper number. Um, I today I had a I had a local Virginia number on my account. Okay. And I was like, I don't need this. Like I just yeah. My, my business card has my eight hundred number. I just I'm I don't mind giving out my cell after I've talked to somebody once or twice, but I I prefer you know. If mm-hmm. people call, they just call the business line, and then I know it's, I know how to answer. Awesome. Yeah, I don't say yo, what's up? When somebody calls <laughs> my cell phone. Uh, I kind of wanted to spend some. Is this is this the right place? <laughs> you don't sound very professional. Yeah. So. Cool. Anyway, Jared, thank you for this, man. This yeah. is awesome. Oh, thank you, man. I've learned a lot, and I'm sure anyone, uh, everyone listening is, you know, at least enough to kind of get them pointed in the right direction. And uh, who knows? Hopefully, hopefully, some of them are like, "This is over my head. Let's just just pay him to do it." <laughs> yeah, just, write, just shoot me a message, and even if it's just to help out and, and answer some questions, get just pointed in the right direction. Um, not everybody has has the money to pay somebody to do things, um, but if if they can, I'm happy to do that too. Of course, I'm not going to turn that away. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm always happy to help and answer questions. And same thing, I, I'm I'm looking forward to. Not tonight, obviously, but I'm looking forward to getting some Facebook messages from you and like, all right, how do I do this in many chat? And I'll, yeah. I'll help you. Cool, cool. Help. All, all right. right, buddy. All right, thank you so much. Wow, guys, that was awesome. I know that was a really cheesy wow, but <laughs> it, it was awesome. And I'm super thankful um, to Jay. Jay, if you're listening, um, thank you so much for that and for taking the time. Literally just so much good information. It reminds me of the second time we had uh, Daniel Danes Kingsley Hutt I'm probably messed up his name just Dan Daniel <laughs> on and he was talking about retargeting retargeting at the very beginning of all the Facebook retargeting stuff and how it kind of uh, blew our minds this was the same way I'm like I went home and I told my wife I was like this is like it's, it's an answer to prayer it's exactly what I was looking for to be able to build out and and sustain leads for my wedding business and i'm super excited to be uh working with him on it i'm super excited just to just jump into it so definitely check out his stuff he mentioned he was um writing a book so that should be out soon so uh definitely check out his website i would get that book if you're interested in this as well as reach out to him and if you're just like cool i want to do this but you know i'm a i'm a wedding coordinator i don't really have time or don't want to have to learn how to do uh, a chatbot or whatever uh, checking with him because he definitely can, you can hire him to do it. And we're, we're talking about partnering, um, to actually creating wedding, uh, wedding industry specific chatbot templates. So that way for like 99 bucks or something super cheap like that, you can buy it and it gets set it up and it, it makes it, you know, really easy to turn around. So check this stuff out. Um, as I mentioned in the uh, episode, if you're not a member of the entrepreneurs Roundtable. Do a little Google search there. Uh, I'm going to switch that group. I, if you, Right now, I don't think you can, but I'm going to switch that over, uh, and we'll, we'll add you in. It's an amazing group. I'd love to get more wedding industry people in there so we can start having more uh, conversations as far as, as the specifics of how we take this marketing stuff and apply it to uh, wedding the wedding industry. Um, 
but yeah, whatever it is, jump in there. If for some reason you want to check out my work, I don't know why I said that for some reason, as if like you wouldn't want to. I think what I was going to say is if for some reason you find yourself in need of a photographer, but I realize that's not the way I wanted to go with that. For whatever reason you want to check out my stuff, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Jared Elrod Photography. Uh, my website is missionsphoto.com. It's missions with an S. Uh, and then if for some reason it's not coming up as Jared Elrod Photography, it means I finally got my update. I'm fighting Facebook right now to get it changed from Jared Elrod Photography to Missions Photo. So you can go to Facebook and either type in Jared Elrod Photography or you can do the search. I think it's either actually because I changed the username to the at Missions Photo. So on Facebook, it's either Jared Elrod Photography or Missions Photo. Emissionsphoto.com. You can go check out my work. Um, it's pretty much geared towards weddings. That's what I do. But if for some reason you uh, want some corporate work, video or photos, I would love to chat about that. That kind of rhymed. All right. Well, I'm gonna go, guys. As you saw in episode one, I have a really hard time ending these because I just keep talking and keep talking. So we're gonna cut this off. I will see you guys in episode three with Nick Berry. The one and only famous Nick Berry.